0: Welcome to Ponderings from the Perch. This week, we are starting a brand new series that I'm so excited about. It's called Dear Priscilla. So of course, Priscilla McKinney, Mama Bird and CEO of Little Bird Marketing is here with me. And uh, this segment is dedicated to asking the weird, the slightly embarrassing, but the universally pondered marketing questions. So Priscilla are you excited to jump in and answer some kind of obscure questions here? This is literally what I live for, Ashley.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love like slightly bizarre. I also like it when people are uh, are talking with me at, you know, maybe an industry event or something, and then all of a sudden their voice gets really low. And I think, oh, here comes a really good question because it's something they're too embarrassed to stay but they're feeling free enough to ask me and then I'm like oh here comes the juicy piece Mm -hmm. and I love it because I my entire podcast is dedicated to pulling back the curtain and you know letting people see what's behind it what's what's running good marketing what's what's running good conversations what's running good social selling and it shouldn't be hidden
0: and a mystery so yes I am absolutely ready awesome well before we jump in I want to say We are going to keep uh, these questions anonymous. So if you do have a question that you would love for Priscilla to answer, but maybe you've been too scared to message her on LinkedIn or email us as a company, um, go ahead and send an email to podcast at littlebirdmarketing.com. And we're going to add that to our list of questions in the Dear Priscilla series. So um, we we would love to see what you guys uh, want to ask. Uh, These ones uh, that we're starting off with are definitely our most commonly asked questions, like Priscilla said, at those industry events or even on LinkedIn. And our first one, Is actually about LinkedIn. So let's dive into our first question of the series. Dear Priscilla, should I be paying for LinkedIn? It seems like every time I get on the platform, I'm inundated with sponsored messages, ads, and notifications that are telling me I can get more out of the social media platform if I pay for it. What are the benefits for paying for LinkedIn and is it worth it?
1: Okay. I get this question all the time. (laughs) Whoever you are, you are not alone. (laughs) So LinkedIn premium is what we're really talking about. And I'm going to go ahead and put the caveat here that I pay for it currently, um, but that my general answer to everybody is no, you don't need to pay for it. So that's your short answer. If you mm-hmm. want to hear a little bit more of the long answers, then I can kind of you know go through it. But in general, LinkedIn premium is kind of like, a yacht club for job seekers, for recruiters, sales professionals, etc. cetera. And it does have a few benefits that come with the card carrying, you know, member, and it definitely can be leveraged, but mostly, mostly I think it is for show. And you have to remember LinkedIn is an advertising company. They are, uh, you know, they are a for-profit company and um, they definitely would love to take your money. I will put one other caveat to tell you, that just because you pay for premium, it doesn't mean you always have to pay for premium. There may be times in your world or in your role or in the growth of your business that it would be more to your benefit to have it, and you can turn that right back on. And then you can turn it off. And that's one thing that people don't really, you know, hone in on. And I know that the general idea is when you're looking at you know, SaaS products or subscription services like this, people say, well, once you turn it on, you know, you probably never turn it off. And I get that. That's, you know, that's what marketers are counting on. But if you are really in tune and using LinkedIn for, you know, a very specific purpose, then I think you will be mindful of whether or not you still need those extra benefits. Hmm. So I just want to kind of start by saying, there are different things that people are trying to do And I kind of break it down into four categories. People are either out there trying to get hired. And I got to tell you, in 2020, that's a big use of LinkedIn. And it's funny because LinkedIn started as a big repository for resumes. um, And I'm telling you, 2020, it's back there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Then people just in business in general are out there trying to grow and network you know, just trying to expand their reach, maybe even get a little business exposure, maybe a little thought leadership, things like that. And then there are the people that I love and hug at every opportunity. <laughs> <And that's> the, <laughs> it's true, though, right? It is. It's really true. It, it's really true. The dyed in the wolf salespeople, you saw it coming. These are the people who are out there unlocking the sales opportunities. They're doing the uh, knocking on doors. They're pounding the pavement. However you want to put it, it is work. And so LinkedIn to me, is the 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 biggest um, place where companies can truly scale their spend. And what I mean by that is marketing is expensive. We're a mm-hmm. content marketing firm. We're expensive. It's a lot of hard work to create good content. And we don't really scale. If you want 12 things from us, you pay for 12 things. If you want 24 of them, you're going to pay double. But on LinkedIn, in terms of sales specifically, once you pay to really invest in an employee and they really, you know, take a uh, uh, digital transformation seriously, you've made the investment Mm -hmm. and that scales because you don't have to keep paying over and over for that person. Right. And the last thing is people out there hiring. So I just want to be clear because I know whoever's listening right now to these answers I'm going to give, they're going to be seeing the use of LinkedIn from one of those four perspectives. And they really forget the other three perspectives and I think it's important to start this conversation about should I pay for something that's a premium service as opposed to a free service you know it's just not interesting conversation until you really you know hone in on and focus on but why are you there yeah
0: you need to know why
1: you're there first right
0: right okay well let's let's break it down even a little bit more um because like you said, for some people, this is going to work and for others, it may not. So let's talk about the pros. Like what, what are the main benefits you get when you pay for LinkedIn premium? Okay.
1: So the biggest one that I can think of is really about the in-mail messages. There are some people you cannot contact unless you have the paid service. Um, So these like three in mail messages that you get per month, they let you reach out to absolutely any LinkedIn user regardless of whether you're connected or not. And I know that for some people that doesn't make sense. They're like, oh, I've I've never had any problem connecting to people. But if you really are on an incredibly focused and deep mission on on LinkedIn, you will start bumping into people who are not accessible to you. And that's Mm -hmm. where this comes in. It will not automatically connect you with them, but you will be able to send them an in-mail message and you basically do you have to do a little bit more work to make your case about why they should connect. And you do see this with people at higher levels and especially people with higher, uh, it, it could be like authority levels. It could also be celebrity level. So it just really depends what you're doing out there. But the second thing that really for me is is the, the biggest issue about why you would actually pay for LinkedIn premium is that if you are really using it to cultivate a a network or reach certain people, you get a little bit of intel. And you can go into LinkedIn and see who's viewed your profile in the last five days if you have the free version. Mm. And if you are on LinkedIn every day or every week, that works just fine. But if you are a little bit more of a casual user, or you actually like to do your sales or networking, um, or you know searching for certain talent, you know in more batch processing kind of ways, meaning say in the last 45 days, you didn't have um, a job open, but now all of a sudden you need to go see who's connected to you and who's looked at you in the last 90 days in order to see if there might be someone knocking at your door. All of a sudden, being able to look at who's viewed your profile in the last 90 days could be incredibly useful. Mm, And I know a lot of salespeople who use that because they would rather have that warm lead. Hey, I noticed you looked at my profile. I like to use the funny version, which is, Hey, I noticed you looked at my profile, but you didn't want to connect. I feel kind of rejected. Do you want to rethink? (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Okay. I'm writing that one down. Okay. You can steal it. It's funny. And I teach it in my class, but it's, it always gets a laugh. But on the other hand, I always say, you know what, if you feel it, say it. Let's take a short break.
0: Teams are getting smaller,
1: but you still have to get your research in field. If only you could partner with a global expert to be an extension of your team without the extra overhead. Look no further. Gazelle Global provides the ad hoc services you need, when you need them. Visit gazelleglobal.com to learn more about how we can handle global sampling, field management, data collection, and more. Our team is ready to lend our expertise to complete projects to your specification. Visit gazelleglobal.com today.
0: Well, why don't you give us like one or two more pros and then I'm going to, I'm going to flip it. Okay.
1: Sounds good. So let's kind of take it from the other side. Like if you really are looking for a job, you, there are some interesting features in there where you can view salaries or you can compare yourself to other candidates, or you can also create like. Um, a, a, a list or a view, an applicant list of who are the top recruiters, applicants. So there's a lot of interesting things that are in there within career and, you know, finding a career and then hiring. So that there's some interesting things that you could bump into that. One last thing I could say that I think is a really strong pro to having the premium feature is that you get access to LinkedIn's online video courses. And I got to tell you, that's what's keeping me there right in this moment, because they have really churned out some great online video courses. And that's without having to pay an additional uh, fee. And you see all the time that people are out there saying, hey, I'm going to teach this masterclass, this masterclass or that. You know, there's all these things that are out there, but each one of them costs. And LinkedIn was pretty smart about figuring out what were some of the top, um, you know, questions that people had about everything from content creation to getting the lighting right for video. I mean, there are just a lot of interesting little nuggets. I saw one highlighted the other night about calligraphy and that's. I know. Right. But that's so interesting to me, not because I care about doing calligraphy. Why should I? I just have you. I hand you something. (laughs) You can (laughs) can write it for me. Um, But um, it is interesting because underneath the study of calligraphy is the understanding of fonts. Hmm. And there's that's a power great. there. Yeah, it is really interesting, right? And I wouldn't come across that if I didn't have premium. So I guess that's one other pro that maybe somebody yeah. might care about and somebody might not.
0: Yeah, I actually didn't know that one. So that's that's really great. All right, let's go ahead and flip it. So what would be some of the cons or some of the reasons why you would tell someone to not pay for a LinkedIn premium? Because like you said earlier, usually when you get this answer... You or, or get this question, your answer is no. So, so why no? <laughs>
1: um, number one, it isn't cheap. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I get that it ranges from $29.99 to $59.99, you know, um, and then there's there's like 79.99 for sales professionals. And then there's 119 for recruiters. So it, first of all, it's not cheap, right? Because that doesn't sound bad per month. But I think we all know this, our entire life is a SaaS model, right? Hmm. You subscribe for stuff. I mean, good Lord, I'm paying 99 cents to Apple. I'll pay, you know, 99 cents a month, yeah. you know, to them to the end of my day. So they've really got that figured out. <laughs> yeah. But this is um, kind of to go back to the idea of, you know, buying a membership in a yacht club. Is that why would you buy a membership in a yacht club if you, number one, don't own a yacht, you know, or if you don't know how to sail? And it's like, it's kind of like my, my thought about, you know what, why don't you just rent a Hobie Cat for a weekend? Mm. and see if you like sailing <laughs> See if you like being on the water yeah. and if you are just like get out there and you're out there for an entire year and you're like oh, i love it this is just amazing i gotta buy my own boat okay then buy your own boat and get your your you know yacht club membership <laughs> but prove it to yourself that it's worth it because i find that people who go in immediately and buy the premium version I find that they still don't have any better sense of what they're doing day to day. They're not making use of what it offers for free. So it's not like they've been hitting up against a wall. So I just Hmm. really, I think the biggest thing is I just don't see a reason for it. And it also is the other Side to it, which is a little bit understanding, you know, neuroscience is that there's a little bit of a placebo effect. The idea that people think that if they're paying for the service, that they're doing something. That's really good. You know this, Ashley. People feel a lot of times. Well, if I pay Little Bird to do the marketing, then that's my checkbox. Right. No, you yeah. have to participate. With you, have to you have to do have the, the work. work. <laughs> <You know? laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, if we don't understand your audience if we don't understand your goals. Then no, we can't help you. We, you have to engage with us. There are some basics that you need to do, and that's that's really my no bullshit advice. If you use the free version of the platform to the fullest, and you can prove to me that you could get something more, like you 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 could you know get easily recover your monthly fee by the next sale you make on it, then I will give you my blessing.
0: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Well, you're always talking about LinkedIn and now mm-hmm. you have a course that you teach um, that's really about digital transformation. But if someone wanted extra advice, whether it's something tactical or they want to learn more about your, your digital uh, transformation course, maybe tell people where they could find that, where they can learn more about um, dialing dialing in their efforts on LinkedIn.
1: Yeah, people can check out what I do at bit.ly forward slash little bird ignite. But let me give just some, a couple of freebies because I love doing that. And I honestly think that if people get better at LinkedIn, it's just going to make it better for everyone. I'm a huge, huge fan and huge encourager of people getting out and making the platform what. You want it to be. Don't don't go out and be like a complaint. Oh, it only does this. Oh, this. well, then get out and make it different. So I think by all of us getting out there on the platform and doing things that feel real and feel helpful um, and feel kind, <laughs> you know, <laughs> then it makes the platform so much better. But. Yeah, so you can go check that out, Bitly. I'm sure you uh, will do a great job putting it in the show notes, <laughs> Um, But I think the point that I'd love for people to take away, and then I'll give a tip, the mindset shift is that social media has absolutely changed the way we live and we do business. And the thing that should scare you the most if you are in any way in charge of revenue at a company is that we know that, that a buyer is almost 60% of the way through their purchase decision before they ever interact with anyone at your company. And the other piece that should just frighten people (laughs) is that people are reading 14 to 20 pieces of content before they're making a decision about Mm. what to buy next. And my question uh, is always, how many of those 14 to 20 pieces belong to you?
0: Mm. Chills. (laughs)
1: I know. It's marketing, as you know, is not one thing. It's a series of a thousand things. And so people go out to LinkedIn and they want to put one post and have all the magic happen. Right. And it just doesn't work like that. And so that's kind of why this question kind of bothers me and yet excites me because the question people have is, should I pay for a service? And I'm thinking that is the wrong question you should be asking me. You should be asking me, what should I be doing today to make use of the free service that's available to me?
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's really good. And I think that's why I love the course that you teach. It's not centered. Of course, you do teach the tips and the tricks and the things that are going to help, you know, get your post more seen. But really, it's about digital transformation. It's about that mindset shift. Because Mm -hmm. without that, without that shift, paying for the services, um, even learning the tips and tricks, it's all going to fall flat because you haven't changed your, your overall approach.
1: Right, so, right.
0: That's
1: great. Yeah, well, let me give one quick tip because I know people are always hungry for a tip and how yes. can I make things better? Well, it has been the the standard understanding amongst uh, LinkedIn influencers. We know that you know there is such thing as a golden hour. You put a post up there. You cannot put a post and let it sit. You have to nurture it. You have to ask someone a question. You have to tag someone. You have to get your group of friendlies to comment or you know, there. Ha- there's a lot of things that needs to happen. And we've all known for a long time that that action needs to happen within the first hour of it being posted in order for it to break through Hmm. the LinkedIn algorithm and be seen. And so what happens is people put things out there, nothing happens and they go, see, LinkedIn doesn't work for me. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's that's a bummer because you have to take time to nurture that. The one thing that's really interesting is I had Andy Foote on the podcast and he is also a, a LinkedIn influencer. And I love talking with my peers on this because he and I noticed that the golden hour was not really an hour anymore. And we were both seeing this on our feed and we got to talking about it in a long conversation. And and then I brought him on the podcast because I thought that's really important for people to understand. Now, I'm not saying the golden hour doesn't apply. You still need to really focus. If you have a post that you really want seen, you make one post a day and you really nurture it. You put love into it. It's a little baby. You got to feed it. But... Once you start doing that and LinkedIn acknowledges you as having good LinkedIn algorithm juiced, I don't know how else to explain it to people, but <laughs> you're breaking the algorithm. You know, you can tell me how it is technical or whatever, but the reality is, is that LinkedIn spots this post and says, that's juicy. So I want to share it with more people. Well, we realized that the golden hour is not a hard, fast rule anymore. If you are getting several pieces through the golden hour and getting good traction and getting, you know, even up to several thousand views per post, you can also have one later in the day or another time that you really don't nurture very much Hmm. and boom, it'll take off. That's amazing. That's amazing. And that wasn't happening before. And it actually helps us to know, okay, LinkedIn is taking uh, my entire profile into consideration. And I think that's really interesting news. So that's a little tip from me that I don't think I've really shared anywhere else. Yeah, no, I,
0: yeah, I haven't heard you share that one before. So I love that. I love that that's brand new because as we know with social media, things are always changing. So that just proves it right there. Um, Right.
1: And it's the gym at the end of this podcast. So if you listened all the way through the end, you got the juice.
0: There you go. Yeah. You found the Easter egg. Right. Well, great! I this was such an amazing first uh, episode in the in the Dear Priscilla series. We're so excited to um, hear what questions you have for Priscilla. So again, if you have something, whether it be weird, maybe slightly embarrassing, whatever, whatever marketing questioning question you have that you've been afraid to ask, send it our way. Um, Like we said, we promise to keep it anonymous. So email us at podcast at littlebirdmarketing.com and we will be sure to add it to our list.
1: Well, from all of the peeps here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy marketing.